0: Welcome back to the Washington football team declassified podcast. I am L E Eric. Say hello. What's up everybody. We just wrapped up week four in the NFL. It's hard to believe that we are already done with week four, you know, and they always say in the NFL, you don't know who your team is until a quarter of the way through the season, which I guess with the extra game is technically halftime of next week. But um, we're as a team, Eric, now that we're close to that quarter poll uh what do you know about us what do you think about this team
1: well we're decidedly mediocre um the defense is not underrated the defense is not underachieving the defense is bad but until i see otherwise they're going to stay bad they're not a good defense that's all i can tell you about that they're just not good we're not we're going to stop talking about if they play up to their potential i don't know what that potential is because they're terrible Um, oh ahead. you got more uh no you go ahead
0: Okay. So what I will say is I think what I've seen so far is that they play poorly on both sides of the ball, but on offense, at least they get saved by magic moments. Um, whereas on defense, they don't have anybody making those plays. So it's kind of, you, 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 get what you get with the defense, at least on offense, you have the Heineken hope, I guess is being coined now where you're going to make plays, um, At certain times in the game that are going to be big play plays for lack of a better term and they're going to help decide the outcome of games at least they have twice so I don't know if that's a recipe for long-term success this season um, but a quarter way through that seems to be the formula all right so we recently played the Falcons I think everybody thought that this game was over with with like what a minute and something left in the game when we got the ball back
1: Eric, give me your thoughts on the game. Great game. Enjoyed, enjoyed every second of it. Never had a doubt. Never a doubt in my mind that, uh, okay, I'm lying just a little bit. So first thought Hopkins needs to go. Dustin Hopkins. I'm done. I'm over him. I'm finished. I, I want it. You know, I been ha- pseudo defending him a little bit, kind of, you know, throughout the off season and preseason, I mean, it was missing kiss kicks because you know, who's better, who are they going to get right now? That's better at this point. I don't care. He Missing two extra points in a game, indoor extra points, not even, okay, the roof was open, but it's basically a dome, okay? There's no wind in there. He missed two extra points in a row that nearly cost this team to game it. I mean, the entire landscape of the game show because there's changed because he can't make extra points. That is a horrible uh, thing to have for a kicker. We need to get rid of that guy. I'm done with him. Uh, and I think Ron might be getting there because we uh, didn't go for – We went for two on that last touchdown, up up by four. There was no reason to go for a two-point conversion when you're up by four. Does you no good. Uh, They can still tie you, I guess, but, yeah, he went for two at the end. I think he has no faith in Hopkins either. I would not be surprised to see Hopkins ousted, if not this week, then next. Before I get the the
0: thoughts on the rest of your game, let me jump in here because Ron put out a tweet or a, a comment today that said, Hopkins is undoubtedly the kicker going forward for this team. Um, I'm with you. It's a little curious, to say the least, because like you said, it's not like we're missing 45-yard field goals anymore. We're missing extra points. There is clearly something mentally going on with Hopkins right now with this focus, and maybe that's why Rivera is keeping him around because I think there was something reported like his brother was really sick earlier on in the offseason. Do you remember that? I'm making that up. Um, okay. But, you know, maybe Rivera's being sympathetic to the situation, which I I understand, but I think it's becoming a detriment to the team. And I think, you know, I'm grateful that it hasn't cost us, but back-to-back weeks, I mean, he missed a kick against the Giants and got lucky and got another shot. He missed two or three extra points yesterday, um, two extra points yesterday, which really could have, cost us big time yesterday so i i'm i'm with you you know i hate that he might be going through something in his personal life but um you know it's a football team as well and i think you have to do what's in the best interest of the team so
1: he's got the yips he pushes everything right you notice that like everything he misses he misses right and everything he makes he's like hugging the inside of the right upright yeah so maybe just turn him left but i say turn him loose
0: yeah. Do me um, your thoughts on the game.
1: My, my other hot take: John Bostic. Terrible that that we lost him to an ACL, or I think it was an ACL or a pec injury. Can't remember. yeah. McTire was an ACL. Bostic was a pec injury. Don't don't wish injury on anybody. But let's be honest, that's addition by subtraction. He just can't get it done. Got run over twice yesterday. He was a step late. How many times? He's just always getting beaten coverage. So best of luck to you. Speedy recovery. Don't hurry back. Um This is more of a question. I don't know if it's so much of a hot take, but you've got your opposing, your opposing punter is injured. The opposing team's punter is injured, and you don't pressure the kicker who's punting. You don't put any sort of a punt block in there. I noticed that too. It was kind of. Why would you not do that? He can't catch. You saw him catching it. He can't. He doesn't know how to catch, or he did. He was not properly catching the long snap. He was catching with his body. That delays him. You send. I send a punt block every time on that. Scott Turner has one running play. Have you noticed that? Yes. <laughs> one running play. And yeah. any other running play, he's not handing off. It's one. He has the one, the RPO, where he gives it to Gibson or whoever's in there and they run 90 degrees and then try to cut up field. Yeah. Get yeah. another running play. There's there's other things you can do. Call your dad. There are other running plays you can run. <laughs> Heineke can get under center every once in a while. If Heineke's under center, it's a quarterback sneak. That's that's that. Uh yeah, Heineke. Speaking of Heineke, um, look at that. Look at that grin on your face. You can't wait to just rip him apart. No, no. Go ahead. Heineke missed a lot of throws yesterday. He was late on a lot of throws, and he misses high way too much. And that is going to cost him, specifically against the Cowboys who intercept everything. Yeah. Um, so when we – he's got to clean that up, or we're going to have real problems down the road. Because a, a, a solid defense, very lucky that uh, Harris can't catch, because that guy dropped two easy ones – or not easy yeah. ones, but two catchable balls were were straight-up dropped. Um, so yeah, that's something Heineke needs to clear up, but magic, man, he made it happen. He got it done in the end. Once again, he's got that it factor as a quarterback. You can't deny it. It's going to cost us at some point, I'm sure, but enjoy it while it lasts. Cause like yesterday, uh, that was a, I mean, everyone in the world who was a Washington fan, at least was screaming, no, when he threw that ball, he heaved that ball up to the middle of the field and then Terry came down with it and everybody's yeah, yeah, greatest throw of all time. Yeah. So. uh yeah, he's going to cost us, but, man, so much fun to watch. I'm glad he's in there. Uh, and what a terribly officiated ball game all around. I don't want to blame the Jeez. rest for anything. If I was the Falcons fans, I would be really angry at the rest because Terry totally fumbled. Uh, that was a makeup I mean, call from that pass, yeah. that
0: roughing the passer.
1: That horrible roughing the pass. I mean, Chase, seriously, tackle the guy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Just tackle him and you won't have that. But that was the worst roughing the passer call I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, the, fumble, the forward progress stopped on the fumble. That I mean, he was driving, he was fighting. As long as he's fighting, whatever, that's 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 a fumble to me. So just terribly officiated all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of bad calls everywhere, both sides of the ball. And uh, Corderell Patterson, I believe, is still open and <laughs> <It's> still scored. <laughs> <laughs> he just scored again. Yeah, that's all I got. What about you,
0: man? So, um, I'm not really going to touch Heineke too much uh, today. Because what I will say is, look, if our choice was what Fitzpatrick was going to bring, which didn't look like a lot, or Steven Montez or Kyle Allen, you may as well have fun while you're watching the game. And that's what Heineken brings. He makes the game fun to watch. So like you said, let's enjoy it. You know, the the coaches have the film. They'll decide what he is or what he isn't because there's plays for both arguments on tape. But there's no reason for me to come here and poo-poo what he did yesterday. We got the W. We're two and two, which is much better than one and three. You and I both said that. Like, look, if we go to one and three and then head into this next couple of games, it's not going to be good. One and um, seven, yeah. Yeah. And and, and that, that was important because the Giants won yesterday too. And so, like, you know, you don't Dallas is running away with this division right now. I mean, they 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 feel like they are, even though we're only a game back. So, any any W you can take, you are take it. Um, Atlanta, what the heck were they doing with their pressure packages, man? They were blitzing, like, early in the downs when we were trying to come back, leaving guys wide open in the secondary. And then at the end of the game, they were blitzing nobody. They were rushing three. Those three weren't even trying. It felt like such a tank job by the Falcons yesterday, the way that they were just miscoached repeatedly. Um, I will say this, though, man regardless of how you feel about the quarterback position, watching Matt Ryan yesterday play super high-level quarterback play throughout the entirety of the game really made me want to um, have that here. And uh, whether or not you get that through Heineke, um, we'll talk about that later, or whether or not you go get a Matt Ryan. I just I love seeing – a quarterback just do everything that a quarterback is supposed to do and nothing else. And that was Matt Ryan yesterday. I mean, he knew exactly where to go. He was thrown into windows that I I just haven't seen a quarterback in DC throw into ever (laughs) in my lifetime. I mean, good God, the guys were like an open by a centimeter and it felt like he was throwing that ball. He looked so confident. I I want that for us, put it that way. And um, I want it for 10 years, not for 10, you know, 10 games. So, um, You know, I think, you know, there's a lot to what Heineke brings. I just got a little jealous yesterday watching Matt Ryan be that all pro level quarterback that uh, only a few teams get every now in the NFL. But I'm happy with what Heineke did yesterday. Um, We won and it was an exciting, fun game to watch. So no complaints there. And lastly, um, you know, I don't I'm not a defensive expert, but what I do know is Something's broken with this Jack Del Rio, de- between Jack Del Rio, the players and the system. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong there. And it, that needs to be fixed because even if we don't win 10 games this year, we should still be better than what we are defensively. And whether that's some substitutions, whether that's the, the play calling, whether that's the aggression or lack thereof, whether that's you know, whatever. Something's going wrong and it's showing up. And Atlanta's a bad team. They are a bad team. Make no mistake about it. The Giants are a bad team. And both of those offenses look like they could beat the Patriots. I mean the the Buccaneers, you know, if they showed up the way they did against us. And so that that has to be addressed at some point. And I don't know how you do it, but I feel like that
1: needs to be addressed. All right. So you know what's interesting about Jack Del Rio? Yeah. I think I'm trying to look it up right now, but just as you were talking about him, I don't think he's ever been a second-year defensive coordinator. I think he had two one-and-dones as a defensive coordinator. He had excellent results his one year in Carolina, and then he got the Jacksonville job, and then he went to Denver as a defensive coordinator. I think he was only there for a year before he got the Oakland job. So I think this is like the first time he's ever been a second-year defensive coordinator. Maybe teams are figuring him out. You think so? I mean, like that's... no, because because the defensive they just look completely lost. Yeah, it's it's like they didn't have training camp or something.
0: I like it's weird. And it's not just one player either, Eric. It's everybody. And and like you brought it up, the Chase Young situation with Matt Ryan, him not knowing what to do there was very weird. It was like, you know, just tackle him, just, just put your arms him. around him and bring him down. It was he has or push him down. He like he has the ball in his hand. So you're not going to get a rough in the passer unless you land on him. It just, it seems like unless you
1: apparently tap him lightly on the shoulder, you'll also get a rough in the passer. That was a (laughs) blow to the head, please. Horrible call. But I, I could see in real time if
0: they saw that the way that Ryan sold it, it was a terrible call refs got to be better than that, but make the play so that you don't put yourself in a position to be um, held to the judgment of the referees. Um, All right. So let's, let's pack that away. Um, he was defensive coordinator for the Broncos for two years, by the way. So he did have two a years, season. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, My theory is busted. Boom. Broken. All right.
0: Now we play new Orleans this week who new Orleans lost to the giants, weirdly enough. And new Orleans is a hot and cold team. And the week that we play them, it looks like they're due to be hot because, right. <laughs> you know, they, they beat the crap out of the, uh, the Packers week one, and they came back and lost week two. Then they won week three, and then they came back and lost to the Giants in week four. Um,
1: Eric, what do you – give me some things that you love about this matchup. I love the fact that Jameis Winston is still Jameis Winston, and this team can make plays against him in a secondary because he is uh, a slinger of a quarterback still, um, and he does f- still seem to find creative ways to turn the ball over. Um, so I think this team can, can – can win against – can make plays against Jameis Winston because I just don't know that he's – he definitely is not Drew Brees. Um, I like that Daniel Jones threw for 400 yards yesterday. Uh, That gives me a little bit of hope that Taylor Heineke can make make some uh, waves as well. Um, And I like the – well, that's actually pretty much all I like about this team, (laughs) about this matchup. I don't know because this is – yeah, New Orleans is – Their defense is very turnover reliant um, and they're very good at creating turnovers. Um, So we'll see how that works. Alvin Kamara, I think is just going (laughs) to, I'll I'll leave the hates to you. How about that? We'll we'll both do some hates. I, what
0: I love about this is I, I think you, you nailed it with the Winston thing. Their tight end situation doesn't scare me and tight ends, you know, should scare us, especially because our linebackers are down even more now with Bostic being out. but, you know, I love that there's an opportunity. They're inconsistent, and that's what I really love about this. New Orleans is inconsistent. So if we catch them at the right time, we certainly have a shot. Um, what I hate about this matchup, I'll lead off on I'll let you get yours in. I hate that we seem to let the gadget guys eat on offense. And Taysom Hill had a good game yesterday uh, when they played the Giants, and I think that he's going to potentially have another big day against us because we can't seem to scheme for – the non-traditional role players on offense, you know what I mean? Like Cord- Cordell Patterson, I mean, he had the best game of his life against us and he's just a recently converted running back. I mean, and he didn't run the ball that great. Like it was them using him out of the backfield that really made all the difference. Like, you know, motion them out wide, which by the way, is what I want to see Scott Turner start to do with Antonio Gibson. I mean, my goodness, look at the matchups it creates. I you take advantage of that. But anyway, um, so for me, that's what I hate. And, and I do hate that that defense uh, in New Orleans does catch those interceptions, which our quarterbacks have gotten away with this year, a lot of dropped interceptions by the defenses we played. And so, you know, New Orleans might not, um, you know, provide us with that opportunity. So um, Eric, what are your hates?
1: Yeah, I, I just, I hate the fact that Alvin Kamara is going to run all over this defense. Um, Our defense is so bad right now, and they have a lot of weapons uh, on offense that are going to cause us problems. You mentioned Taysom Hill. He's just – yeah, he's going to probably have three touchdowns. Um, You know, our defense is just in such disarray right now that a a loaded team like the Saints is probably going to feast – um, and I do hate the fact that their defense is able to create some turnovers. I know they had a ton of turnovers in week two, week three, I believe it was like five like turnovers and sacks, just big play defense. Yeah. Um, and with a guy that puts the ball up there in the way that Heineke does, uh, you could run into some serious problems if things don't go exactly right. So not a huge fan of either of those things.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's this game. I, if we had a better defense or our defense was playing better, I would say this could be a pick 'em game, but I feel like there's just so many things that the saints can do that we don't seem to be able to defend, which makes it hard to, to feel that way. Um, let's dive deeper into the positions. And I want to shout out Zenith of chaos on social media. He messaged us. We got a lot of great feedback about our episodes recently. He messaged us and said, Hey, I love when you guys do the position breakdown would you guys consider doing it uh, offense versus defense? So like our players versus their uh, corresponding players on defense and vice versa. I said, sure, let's give it a shot. So this week, Eric, in honor of Zenith of chaos, we're going to give this a shot. Um, So they have uh, on offense, Jameis Winston is their quarterback. They mix in Taysom Hill. And I'm going to give you the receivers as well. Marcus Callaway, Deontay Harris, Ty Montgomery, other receivers and Adam Troutman is their tight end. Now against our secondary, which by the way, we have Landon Collins, Cam Curl, um, Bobby McCain, who are taking snaps away from uh, Cam Curl, which whatever. Uh, We have Kendall Fuller. uh, And then I don't know who's going (laughs) to who's going to take over if St. Juice can't go this week, man. I'm super nervous about that. And then of course, we have William Jackson, the third. So
1: their, their offensive passing game versus our secondary, Eric, who do you give the edge to? Their passing game uh, just because our secondary has been completely lost. So we've had some good individual plays on our side uh, in the secondary, um, some nice timely pass breakups. Uh, but uh, what do we have one interception so far this year? Yeah. Uh, and we've just been torched. I mean, McCain got eaten alive uh, on that long touchdown pass to Patterson, yep. just completely I mean, just focused in on the tight end who hasn't scored all year and let, you know, the fast wide receiver slash running back slash guy who's already been torching us run right by him. So uh, I think the miscommunication in the secondary uh, is probably our biggest weakness on defense. And that's saying something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think uh, the Giants passing attack or I'm sorry, uh, Saints passing attack has the has the edge. And you know, what's funny, like
0: the William Jackson and the other guys getting roasted by Calvin Ridley, who for some reason cannot catch. That yeah. game. <laughs> it yeah. just yikes. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm going there passing attack over our secondary. They just, just the lack of playmaking has to bother you at this point. So it's hard to predict them over any other uh, opposing teams passing offense. All right. Their run game, Alvin Kamara, Tony Jones Jr. Uh, I'm going to include Taysom Hill in this as well, because he's a big part of that. And their, their fullback, Alex Armra, We have our linebackers. Man, do we have some linebackers? No, we don't. <laughs> Bostic is out. Holcomb. Holcomb was there. He's been around the ball a lot. Um, we have Jamin Davis. We'll see how much he plays. I saw Rivera mention Kaliki Hudson potentially um, getting in the game as well. So certainly some question marks. Are you taking the Saints running game or our linebackers?
1: Um, 100% taking their running game. Yeah. all day long. I mean, Holcomb has, Holcomb has been pretty good this year. He's been the lone semi bright spot uh, in that linebacking crew. Um, but he's not enough. I mean, they're very creative in their running game and they're willing to keep running the ball if it's working uh, and with the different weapons that they have. And you, and you remember like a, a Ty Montgomery can also be used in the backfield too. I don't know if they've been using them or not, but there's some, yeah, there's some gadgetry and there's some, they have a really sound running scheme and Kamara is just an excellent running back. So yeah, our linebackers have virtually no chance.
0: Yeah. Their, their, their ability to be multiple is going to cause problems, whether that's through Taysom Hill, whether that's through Kamara, whatever they have the opportunity to just do what they will with us. All right, let's go. The big guys, their offensive line versus our defensive line, the left, their left tackle is Taryn Armstead. He was actually out last week, so I assume James Hurst started. Andrews Pete, Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, and Ryan Ramchek versus the elite Chase Young, the elite Montez Sweat, the elite Deron Payne, and the elite John Allen. Uh, at least we expect them to be. Do you give the edge in the trenches to us or them?
1: Them. I can't give the edge. I can't give any edge whatsoever to our defense this year now we've had some good again individual performances john allen has been very good montez sweat has been very good Payne has had a few moments chase young has been non-existent mostly he really hasn't been super disruptive he had had an okay game uh against the falcons but he really should have been much he should be his statistics should be higher than what they were and i don't see the game being impacted by his presence the way that it was last year So I'm not I don't know a whole lot about their offensive line, but I know a whole lot about our defensive line. And outside of probably a few individual plays, I think they've got the edge.
0: I'm going to go with our D line. I think our D line is just too talented to not figure this out at some point. I know this is a broken record slash broken record slash broken record.
1: I think they figured out this week. I really do. Um, You know. Yeah. uh, Winston does hold the ball. He tends to hold the ball a long time. So that's going to help a little bit. But, man, I just – until I see it, I'm not picking our defensive line. Yeah, I
0: I don't know. I just have eternal faith that at some point <laughs> yeah. they're going to turn it around. So, you gave a clean sweep to the,
1: to the Saints offense. You realize that, right? Our, have you seen what our defense looks like? <laughs> our defense is atrocious. It's not even I'm, – I'm telling you, we're not underachieving – we're bad. What we're a bad, bad defense. We have a Jim hazlitt looking defense right now.
0: Oh, Joe. Barry, That's what we man. look like.
1: Greg yeah, we got I a see. Joe Barry. We got some <laughs> Joe Barrys. No, hey, we're not Joe Barry bad yet. We're definitely <laughs> Jim Hazlitt bad. We're not quite Joe Barry level. Oh man, Greg
0: Blash, the bend but don't break, infamous Greg Blash. All right, um, let's switch. Let's flip the script then. Let's go uh, our passing attack versus their secondary. You know we got um, our guys Heineke, McLaurin. Curtis Samuel, great to have you back. Um, We don't know what we're going to do at tight end. I'm guessing Ricky Seals Jones is going to play as the one tight end. And then, of course, they said Sammy Reyes will be active this week. I don't know what you expect from him just yet, but let's see. Um, And then they have uh, Marshawn Lattimore, one of the top corners in the league for sure. Malcolm Jenkins, Marcus Williams, Paul Sinodebo. Desmond Trufant, P.J. Williams, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. My God, they have some depth in the secondary. Yes, they do. Uh, uh, who are you going with, our passing attack
1: or their secondary? They have an excellent secondary, and it's very deep, but we have Taylor and Terry, and that's what I'm rolling with. Terry, Terry's going to get his, uh, and Heineke's going to pull something out, pull, pull out the stop. So I'm going to give the edge to the passing attack for Washington. I'm going to go. And I could very well eat those words, but that's what <laughs> I'm going
0: to I'm going to go. I'm going to give the edge to the New Orleans secondary. I think they feast on exactly what we do. And I think that's unfortunate. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have some success against them. I just would edge it to New Orleans. All right. Our Russian attack. Uh, Scott Turner's play. No, I'm kidding. All right. We have Antonio Gibson and we have J.D. McKissick. Even Patterson got in the mix. And in their linebacker spots, they have Zach Bond, they have DeMario Davis, they have Pete Werner. Um, so I'm going to say I like our rushing attack against anybody when we use it and use it properly. So I'm going to give the edge to us with a slight lack of confidence due to our inability to commit to it, Eric. Uh, who you give the edge to?
1: I'm going to go with – well, here's the thing. I'm not sure Gibson is going to pl- – I'm not saying he's not going to play. He's not hundred percent. He got banged up pretty good. He took a nasty shot to the ribs yes, he and did. didn't play a whole lot after that. He was in a few, he was in, but he was not Uh McKissick saw a lot more action after that hit. Uh, so we're going to wait and see on Gibson. Uh, if Gibson can play and play, you know, at, you know, a good 85, 90% of what he's capable of, I'll go ahead and take the Washington rushing attack.
0: All right. Now, Let's go their big men versus our big men in the trenches with our guys. You know, our O-line, they have Cameron Jordan, Christian Ringo, Shai Tuttle, and they got a guy named Tano. I like what our O-line's been doing this year. I think they're getting progressively better. I like that they seem to be able to control the flow in the run game. I'm going to go, man, Cameron Jordan is a baller, but I'm going to go our offensive line as a
1: collective over their D-line. What do you got? Um, yes, but it's not, it's a lot closer than I would like it to be because Brandon Sheriff is not going to be playing. Uh, so we'll see, but I like Schweitzer as a backup. He's a piece of good, he's a very good guard. Um, and I think he filled in pretty well yesterday. And the other piece to that is Heineke's mobility will bail them out quite a bit. Uh, he's escape. He's very, he's got a lot of escapability. Um, and that's, that can only help the offensive line. So, I'm going to give the edge, the slight edge to the Washington offensive line. So, right. clean sweep on D, clean sweep on O. <laughs> it should be a fun matchup. Uh, well, the
0: deciding factor would be special teams. And, Eric, who do we have on special teams? We have Troy Atke and a bunch of dudes. <laughs> and one of those dudes is DeAndre Carter in the return game. And shout out to I think you called him. it. I yeah, did. You didn't called I? it last week, didn't you? Yes, yeah, you sir. did. Yes, sir. Um, so, all right, we talked about it. We got uh, DeAndre Carter. We got Tressway. I don't know about the kicker. We'll see if he's still here come Sunday. But for now, we'll say we got Hopkins. Um, they have Aldrich Rosas. They got Blake Gillikin as their punter. They got Deontay Harris as a punt returner, and Harris is also the kick returner. Harris is lightning fast. That dude can fly. Um, I'm going to give the edge to New Orleans because I don't think they're on the verge of firing the kicker. Uh, they have a great return guy, and their punter seems to be okay. And I'm not even sure they're going to punt all that much Sunday, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, Eric, who you you giving the X to on special teams? Harris
1: is a burner, but so is Troy Apke. <laughs> Always Washington, uh, though it's a lot closer because Hopkins is uh, is, uh, is Dustin Hopkins. And if he figures it out, I think he just needs to maybe go to another team so he can make 52 field goals in a row like Graham, Graham- oh. Gano did. Good grief, for him. Yeah. But David Akers before that basically, we're like the good luck chuck for kickers. They just suck here and then they go somewhere else and turn into good kickers. Uh yeah. Tressway, Troy Apke, the greatest special teamer of all time. I think he's got uh four, four total tackles now. So I think you know, we're on our way to uh we're on our way to greatness from from Troy Apke. We're really gonna see why Ron kept him around. It's coming, man. It's coming.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. So tell me how you think the game shakes out. Vegas says that, and I don't gamble at all, so I'm reading this off the internet. The Saints are a 1.5-point favorite in the game this week, which means it's basically a toss-up at this point. I'm sure that's going to change as the week goes on and different injury news
1: comes out. Uh, How do you see this one shaking out, man? Yeah, it's 1.5 for the Saints because it's a home game uh for Washington. Um, So, you know... In New Orleans, it would probably be like five to six point favorites for them. I got uh, I'm going to take New Orleans this week and I'm going to take a shootout type game similar to what we saw this week uh, or last week against Atlanta. So I'm going to go 38, 28 Saints. I'm going to go
0: Washington wins this in a ball controls type of offense. Um, I'm going to say they get a couple turnovers off Jameis. I think uh, Curtis Samuel gets used more in a different roles. I think McKissick's going to see a lot of heat. Now, if Gibson doesn't play, forgive my pick, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Washington. I'm going to say we win uh, 26 to 23 Washington. And uh, I'm going to hope that I'm right. We'll be three and two. Dallas will probably lose because they suck. Now I don't care what their record is. And, uh we'll be right there in the thick of things heading into some uh, some meaty games coming up but uh that is my prediction Eric any parting thoughts for the upcoming game
1: uh get your pacemakers tuned up because it's gonna be high it's gonna be exciting. if nothing else good luck Washington you're gonna enjoy watching the game uh if
0: you have made it this far make sure you are subscribed Eric and I love when you guys subscribe uh and yeah feel free to reach us out reach out to us on social media like a number of you have and left us very kind messages and tweets and things of that nature we appreciate you guys as always if you have suggestions like our friend in at the chaos feel free to reach out to us and give those to us as well eric sunday is on
1: let's do it let's get that w even though i predicted predicted an l make me <laughs> yes. wrong make me wrong washington make them wrong guys we out